Okay, good evening, Abayisai. Tonight's learning is sponsored by Rafi Rabinowitz, Lezeich and Nishmas, from Dov of Not Akoyin. The schools are learning, the Shabbos have an Aliyah. The schools are learning should also be a schools for him and his Mishpacha. Should be in his Baruch Bacholdi with Meitav. So, we're up to one of the most common, I don't know, most common, one of the common haftaris, the haftari of Machar we're not quite there yet, but what we're up to in the story is that Shaul made the final decision that he's going to be killing David, that's it. He sends guards to uh, the, David's house at night, arrests David in the morning. David gets wind of it. He puts the trophim in the bed, he sneaks out the window. And the next morning, you know, when the dorm counselor comes, the Hine, uh, the soldiers come in and they claim David's sick and they come, and they, they come to show and Shaul says, go back and check. And they take off the covers and it's just a mannequin. And Shaul's fuming mad. He goes chasing down after David. And he hears that David went to Shmuel Anavi. David's by Shmuel, and Shaul sends messengers to get him. And a very unique method of saving Shaul, like how the Shmuel proposes that the messengers of Shaul become the Vim. They're Nisnaba, and they have this Nevoah that David's going to become the king, or Stam, they were just so overcome with the Ruach and Nevoah that they couldn't move on from there, they couldn't chase down David. And because of that, they stayed by Shmuel. And then... And then uh, more messengers come. They also become the VM. Finally, Shaul himself comes and he is granted the greatest level in the vuh of all the messengers. Obviously, Shaul, the Bechir Hashem, is on a much higher madriga than all the messengers. And the end of the story is that Shaul spends two days, <coughs> the whole that day and the whole night, and he's there for a day and a half being misnaba. And in that time, Dov was able to use this as an opportunity to escape. So that's up to the beginning of Parakhoth. David now runs away from Noyes, Barama, the location that Shmuel is, where Shaul was being a snapper. So he runs back to his he runs back home to his wife, to Yonason, and he tells Yonason, Yonason, what did I do wrong now? What did I do wrong to your father? Why does your father want to kill me? What's going on? What did I, what did I do wrong? So, Vayemelei, so Yenison says, Chalila, Chas Shalom. What's Chas Shalom? Chas Shalom that my father should kill you because he made a nether not to kill you. So Chalila, like Thomas, he knew like Yasa, Avi, Dover, God, like Dover, Cotton. My father never does anything. Like Gala, he wouldn't tell me about it. Umadua Yastir, why did my father hide from me the fact that he's trying to kill you? It's not true. <coughs> now, it's interesting. When he says Khalila, what's the Khalila? So either Khalila that he would kill you without being Matinadir, or Khalila Stam that he would kill you, didn't do anything wrong. But Al Hatsad that he wouldn't be he wouldn't kill you because he made a nether. So the <coughs> the Minchitana says something which actually today's daf in Nedarim. The halacha is that if you make a nether in front of someone else, when you want to be matin nether, they have to be matin nether in front of that person, so they're not chayshishu that you're over on your nether. 
So Minich Kitana says, what does it mean? He's not referring in general, my father would never do anything. He made the Shua to me. Obviously, Shaul wouldn't go against his nether without being Mata Nether. He's Mukhuyev to be Mata Nether in front of me. So that's what Yonison felt. Yonison felt it's impossible that his father would do this if, without telling him that he, without being Mata Nether in front of him. The fact that Yonison at the beginning of the Parakut test tells David that Shaul wants to kill him, but that was before and then changed. What? We're going to get there. No, no, no problem. Now, what, what, what's, what's going on over here? Shoal just chased after David. He sent messengers to kill him. He threw spears at him. <laughs> he, it's very clear, right, the whole story that took place. Obviously, he wants to kill him. What on earth is Yonison talking about? My father doesn't want to kill you. <laughs> we just saw that he wants to kill you. So what Yonison thought, right, the, the Radak asks, he says, how could Yonison say such a ridiculous thing? Everyone knew what was going on. The whole country must have been talking about it. The king is trying to kill his son. So the Radak explains, the Lord of the Alderech, the Radak, Yonison thought that there's two shoals. There's the rational shoal and there's the shoal in Leilainu when he has his Ruach Ra. So he said, hey, everyone knows that during his Ruach Ra, he wants to kill you. But he thought that the rational Shaul is still Mekayim is nether and doesn't want to kill him. So, yeah, Yonison warned him earlier, and there was definitely, everyone was talking about that he was trying to kill. That's Mechnas Ruach Ra. But Yonison thought that when Shaul's in his rational state, he won't kill him. So he says, doesn't, you know, you know Shaul wasn't constantly the Ruach Ra. You'll hide out until he'll be in a Ruach Ra, until he gets over the Ruach Ra. You'll come back to the palace, everything will be normal, and you'll see, if you don't learn like this, the whole Hemshech of the Sparek doesn't make sense. Because Shoal is expecting David to come back to the palace, which is a little bit bizarre. I mean, you tried killing him, why would he come back to the palace to come to the Suda? So obviously, this, everything else took place when Shoal was in his Ruach Ra. Now he's going to come back to himself, so, you know, he expects David to be there, and... Yonison thought that his father, in his rational state, doesn't want to kill David. Did he Dov- remember that he ran, like he ran away? Or? He must have remembered. Like, Whatever exactly he thought, but you know, once he's back in his, you know, back, back to Zich, then he was able to... We don't like to use these words about the Israel, right. but uh, definitely... Uh, Isn't that better to say that... The, the sheer about the clinical uh, <laughs> diagnosis <laughs> will come later. <laughs> Isn't that the better way to say it, that to say he was... <laughs> it's a Ruach Ra, whatever the Ruach Ra is. So, David. so David says, No, you're wrong. He makes a Shvuah. He says, You're wrong. My father wants to kill me even in his rational state. You wonder why he's not telling you? Because he knows that you love me. He doesn't want your innocent to be depressed. David makes a nether b'shem Hashem. Rashi says, one step between me and death. When the spear, I was one step away from death. Other Mepharshim say that there must have been some, David heard reports, maybe from Michal, his wife, maybe from others, that David, that Shaul, even in his most lucid and rational state, had already made the decision that he's going to be killing 
David, and David makes a shua now, but Hashem, Hashem, I know that your father wants to kill me, it's no longer about the Ruach Originally it was only the Ruach but now it's not the Ruach anymore, it's, it's Shoal himself. Now Yeridus is still, still not convinced. Why is he making a shua Hashem on just a fact? What's he... It's not promising anything. You're asking that the Gemara in the Dharm says that someone makes a nether, and even if they're Mekayim and Eskilu Bonobama, why is he just making shuas like this? It's a very serious item. It's a very serious topic, and he has to make sure that Yeridus believes him. Yeridus didn't believe. Yeridus thought it's impossible. His father never would do it. You know, Yeridus understood. He knew what a great person his father was. My father would never kill you in his rational state. So David had to make him sure that you take him seriously. So, Yenison says, Whatever you want to say to figure out the situation, okay, I, I believe you, you made a sure. What should I do? How am I going to figure this out? So, Tomorrow is Rishchaydish. And in a normal situation, I would be expected as a king's son-in-law to be at the Suda, the Rishchayi Suda. Vishilachtani, you give me permission. Vinistarti besoda ad ha'erev ashlishis, and I'll hide out until the nightfall of the third day. Meaning today, erev Rishchayi is day one, first day of Rishchayi and the second day of the month. By that point, we're going to get a sense of what shows talking about me, what he's thinking about me in his rational state, apparently Shaul will come back to himself after his Marhanavua. and uh, maybe that's part of the reason that Yenison was so convinced that he's now safe, is that he had a Navua from Hashem, he figured he's probably on a, you know, the Ruach Rameis Hashem probably left him when he was, Baruch, when he was having a Navua. So, there's going to be a Suda, or Shreda Suda, I'm not going to be there, I'm going to be hiding out in the field, and let's see how Shaul reacts. <laughs> So even the times of Mechadosh Shechadosh Bereiyah, they knew Alpi Chesu where they're holding. It's either it's one, so or two one or two days. days. Right? So it's ever forty-five days in the month. So you have to say. So, that so we're going to see. This is this is a very big question because we're going to talk about. It seems if you read the Pesukim Kibshuta, we're going to see. It sounds like there's two days of Shechadosh. Problem is, there's no such thing as two days of Shechadosh when there was when there was Mechadosh Alpi Bereiyah. There's Yishalmi, the Smashra attack. It was two days, but all the Rishayim will be, all the Mepharshah Peshat will win differently. So we'll see, Bez Hashem, we'll see more about this. So he says, tomorrow's Rishayim. Now, Kapshutai, if it was the day that was supposed to be Rishayim, they had to suit anyway. And if it turned out they're Ma'ab the I guess they would do it again the second day. Now you have to plan in advance for the meal, so. You say, or could you just say that it was the 30th day of the previous month? Or it, to say that, so it's not so geschmack because this, you mean know, it was a month that had to be a uh, had to be it was a. Already that day, and they had they had. And they had, had, had cash. You knew it's tomorrow because then it doesn't work so good with. <laughs> yeah, if you want to say that, you could say that. Ah, oh, so he says. In a normal situation, this is one time I'm definitely supposed to be by the king's table. I'll hide out until the third night. If your father. Wants to know where I am, Amarta, and you'll answer why David. He'll say, "Where's David?" And you'll tell him, "Nishol Nishami Menuyi David Lorutz Beis Lechem Ira." David asked me permission to go home. There's a uh, family suda. They have a farshim have different shatim. Even though it's interesting, because the whole thing is a bluff. It didn't really happen. But I'll explain what a zevachayamim was. Where Doc says that there was a minig that they would get together, and make a shlomim a mishpacha once a year, which is called zevachayamim. Brings the pasuk El Kano also. Others say maybe it would be to commemorate a specific event. But I'll call upon him. There's a family carbon. It wasn't a blah. It was a real thing. All the first were discussing what this real thing was. 
there's a concept of a Zevach Mishpacha, but in this story, there wasn't a Zevach Mishpacha. <laughs> that's, that's what his family's... That's what you're going to say, but how, how could there be... You're saying, maybe, pump, there was one tomorrow, and all worked out in advance. Dove didn't go. Dove wasn't going, and the, this whole thing was a bluff, was, just an excuse. Per, I, I don't think that it actually was a Zevach Mishpacha. I didn't understand it that way. Could be. I didn't understand it that way. Ah. Uh. So, if it's just saying what David's Yanis is going to tell Shaul. Well, says every month. Now, people did this every so month. So, it wasn't that it happened to work out. Saying if, his, if his family did every month, that would talk be something that happened. But I'll call upon him say that there's a Zerach Mishpacha, and David wanted to go home. Now, what, how is Shaul going to respond? And this is going to be a tremendous test of where Shaul's feelings towards David are. If he looks at Shaul, David as his beloved son-in-law, the one who won so many victories for him. So, okay, David wanted to go home. No, no, he went home. Gavaldik, he should enjoy his suda. So, im kayim artoiv, Shaulim lavdecha. That will be a sign that, that Shaul's in good terms with me. But if he gets angry, why would he get angry that David wanted to go home for, for, for a quick trip to his family? That, that will be proof, you'll know, that he's already looking for excuses he wants to call me a Meir B'Malchus, I want that permission. He wants me nearby so he can kill me. Different, Farshim say different ideas. But the underlying point is that if he gets all upset and that I'm not right there sitting at the table, it's a simon. Why is he getting so angry that he's looking to kill me? It's not a Nichosh. No, 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 this is not a Nichosh. This is a way of testing out uh, what exactly his response would be. Didn't Michal tell him, tell Shaul that David threatened, threatened her? It doesn't sound like someone who's just walking away who's going to, you know, his mishpach. It, it sounded like he was trying to get away from Shaul. Oh, he did. He ran away for his life. But that's when Shaul was in his Ruach Ra. Now, so he's now that he's away at this point. Yeah. So, what's going to happen? And then you'll do chesed with me to let me know what Shaul's feelings are towards me. Hashem. We made a bris between us, a bris b'shem Hashem. And now David says, and may, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I did something wrong. There's an Aveir, I'm taking Mary B'malchus. If I did something wrong, I'd rather you kill me. If, I, if I'm willing, I'll give myself up. If you could tell me that I did something to be Mary B'malchus, I was married in the Mashiach Hashem, kill me right now. But why would you bring me to your father? Don't bring me to your father to be killed. If I did something wrong, kill me now. Otherwise, do chesed with me and tell me your father's true feelings. tells David, How could you even be choishish me? Right? Rashi says, Kazois the chashdeni sheedaboy shekolsam imei arav loy agivoch. Chas I would know anything concrete knowledge that he wants to kill you. I wouldn't tell you. Kim yadoya eida ki kolsa rami im avi love elacha v'loy oisa agivoch. Of course, I'll tell you right away. Others learn Khalilullah slightly differently. The Malbum says that that um, <clears throat> when David was said, maybe I did something wrong, so Yonison responds, Khalilullah to say that you did anything wrong. You did absolutely nothing wrong. And therefore, since you did nothing wrong, of course I'll tell you. Why wouldn't I tell you? You're an innocent man, I'll tell you if my father is out to kill you, Avada would tell you because you did nothing wrong. <clears throat> The rid says slightly different shayis chalila. It's basically like the other ones. Oh, so let's go right. So vayemer David al Yenison. So David tells Yenison, if that's true that you want to tell me, so 
I understand, but miyagedly, who's going to let me know a miyancha of ichakasha? How am I going to find out what your father had to say? You know, it's not going to be easy. I'm, I'm going to be in hiding. You're in the palace. You can't just come marching over to me to tell me. So how, how are we going to work this out? They'll be able to let me know what your father's true feelings are without risking both of our lives. So, Yenison tells him, You know what? This conversation has to be had in private. Let's go out to the Sada. And they both go out to the field to have a conversation. The Yemen Yenison. Everything until now didn't have to be in private? What? Everything until now wasn't, didn't have to be in But now that he was coming up with the actual plan, I guess he figured he was nervous because this is the plan where show how Yenison's going to reveal to David what Shaul's secret ideas are. This is already the most dangerous part. Until now, he didn't say anything. He just said, My father did nothing wrong. This, till now, this conversation probably was not enough for Yenison to be in serious trouble. But now Yenison's actively Fire. plotting against his father. This is already dangerous. <laughs> oh, so, so, so we got to it. That's a shame. Yeah. The, the, the part is, I mean, everyone else didn't get the story yet, but he didn't know that no one would be alone with him. He was worried that maybe he would have a whole entourage and then he wouldn't be able to talk to him. That was this week's parasha. What? Oh, you got to send me everybody out. Oh. <laughs> the Amy Yenison makes Nether Beshem Hashem. I'm going to test my father tomorrow. And if the news is good, he's still happy with David, he's not out to kill him. Then definitely I'll send you somebody, I'll send you a messenger, then we, we don't have to be secret about it. I'll send you a messenger, bring David, he'll come back to the Suda, everything will be Givaldi. And now he makes a sure. But if I hear bad news, Now this is in Lashon you find throughout Tanakh. This is the way they used to make Nadarim. They're saying that this is what our college Baruch should do to Yonison. And Yonison will do even more bad things to me if I'm not going to keep my nether. There was a very strong nether. And that person made this nether that he's saying that he should heaps close upon himself if he's not going to keep the nether. But if I see that my father wants to do bad to you, I'll let you know. I'll send you and you should go in peace. And unbelievable, he says, and I'll realize, realizes that Dov is going to become the king. And now he's going to speak very openly about it. And he says that I'm going to send you Lashalim. I'm not going to take the opportunity to try to stop you from becoming king, even though Yonison's the one who should become, he's the crown prince. He says, I'm going to send you Lashalim, and Hashem will be with you just like he was with my father. Now, a very interesting passage, he says. Now, he says, the shvuah that I want to make with you now, now they're going to make a very sh- powerful shvuah between the two of them. He says, I'm not worried. If I'm still alive when you become king, I have no concerns. I trust you. You'll treat me well. Even though the minig was that when one king deposes a previous king, that all the sons of the previous king get put to death because they're all risks to try to take back the throne. He says, I'm totally trusting that if I'm still alive... <coughs> then uh, there's no problem. So I know for a fact you'll do chesed, and I'm not concerned that I'll die. But if I am not around, then then I want you to make a sure that you're going to be good to my children. When Hashem helps you and wipes out all your enemies, you have to remember my family. Don't wipe out my family.
that Sarashavi here says that <coughs> it's a little bit interesting how to read these Pesukim. Sarashavi says, Veloi Medeni Chai, Loshim Bakoshahu, Koloimer, Veloyuta Nola Avadechas. It's a Loshim of, of, of Bakosha. And he's telling him, Veeni Zosma Shmoi. What's the chesed I want you to do? The real chesed I want from you is to be good to my children. I know that my family is going to be wiped out. And when that happens, going to wipe out your enemies. And right now, Shaul's your enemy. Still, you shouldn't take the common my family. This is how Rashi learns. All the Mepharshim Taich Pesukim a little bit differently. So, the Malbim over here, Taich is Pesukim so, Files. He says... What? Where is all this precedent from? Other, other countries. This is what, this is what people do, yeah. Why not? Yeah, this is what, this is what kings so, do. So, yeah. we're saying he's the crown prince. That was, that was standard, what? We're saying he's the crown prince. We've never had a Melech before. Yeah, but this is how it works. All the son of the king becomes a king. I mean, what they said, Tain lono Melech, Tichol HaGoyim HaShesi Vesein. The old Melech kingdom works. They, they understood the rules of Melucha. David also was a threat in the same way because he was a, a son-in-law of the current king. Right. So that's why he would pose him in a similar... Uh, so the Malbim Taich is Veloi. He says, Vihiyalikim Imoch. Vakalish Baruch is with you. Veloiyemach Maideni Chai. Veloisasim Chesa Hashem Shlei Om. So it's Veloimer. He says that if when I become, you become king, Vihiyalikim Imcha Kashahoyim Avi Eya Oibachan, if I'll still be alive. So Avadi, you'll do Atoloisasim Adi Chesa Shlei Omus. Raktamiseni. So He's saying, if you're going to do bad to me when you become king, you have to make a sure right now that if you kill me, then I call his is going to punish you. So he's, he's, he's building in all sorts of back and forth into the net. He's saying, if you become king and you wipe out my family, then Hashem's going to turn away from you. And then he says, Oivi David over here is Beloshul Saginar. He's referring to David himself. He says, Vloisachis is Chazram in Beisad, and Gamachim Moisi. Vloibi Kors Hashem as Oivi David means Ratzaloimer. Hagam Shiachs Hashem called Evi David Bechol and Beishol. Bechol says, Ata Mujrav Oimid Baltachis Chazram Beisi. And you have to protect my family. And. Oh, I. I Say, really, the next possible. Yichus Yehnesim in base David who bikesh Hashem yad oivei David. What does this mean? So the Malam says that he made a bris with the base David yad oivei David. It means <coughs> he makes a vakoshim Hashem to say that if the oivei David, if David's not going to follow what's going to happen, then David's family is going to be paid back, and then this nekam will come in the base David. So Rashi over here says, "Ubikish Hashem as habris hazayis miyad oivi David, kina hakosav pirish bikish hakadosh baruch hu as havoyim miyad David." David himself is going to have to pay back if he goes against the mishpach of Yehnesim. Now later on in Shmuel, we're going to have that David, when Avshalom rebels against David, so one of Yehnesim's children, his slave tricks him. It's a whole story. We'll get to it as Hashem. And David is under the impression that this Mephibosheth went against David. And David is not sure what to do. And then Mephibosheth says it's not true. So he says that you and this Evid Siva are going to split this, 
the field that he had originally promised to Tziva. So at that moment, David was not treating Yonason's family the way he should have. And the Gemara tells us that when the, the moment that David says, that moment was when the fate of Yisrael having two kingdoms instead of one all came about because David didn't keep this bris. So you see the chayzik of this bris, that David goes against his bris, and he had, according to Shmuel, he had good reason to go against the bris. According to <coughs> Rav, it was Lashon Hara, but I'll call upon him, David makes a mistake, and he doesn't kill anybody just to do with property, and that was enough to doom the Malchus to be split. The Yes of Yenison, Lishov as David, Ba'avose, Isa, and Yenison now continues and makes a shoe with David, Kiahavas Nashe Aheva. The real reason for the shoe was because he had this tremendous Ava for David, and he wanted to have this bris that he'll support David, and he'll take care of David and his family, and David will take care of his family. And this is all a sign of the tremendous Ava of Yenison for the person that's taking, usurping his right to the throne. Well, I thought we'd spend more time in Machach Chaydesh, but I guess we'll start it at least. Tomorrow is Rish Chaydesh, and you're going to be noticed because your seat's going to be empty. Why is he repeating? As David already said that Chaydesh Machach, right? You have to repeat it by switching the words. So what's going on over here is now they've been back and forth and they made this nether. There's been a lot of conversation. So now Yonis is summing up the plan. He's going to tell them the whole plan. He tells them, Tomorrow is a Shredesh, and you're going to be noticed, you're going to be missing. Kifokeid Meshavecha. Vishilashta, Teyred Ma'oid. Wait three days. On the third day, you have to hide very, very well. Why? Because on the third day, I'm going to be coming out to this specific field to give you a sign, but you may be in tremendous danger, so you have to be extremely well hidden. Uvoksa el amokim ashen start You're going to come to the place that you hid out. On the Yoim Hamaasa, we'll discuss in a second what that is. The Yeshav to Eitzel Evan and you'll sit near the Evan Ha'ozel. What was this Evan Ha'ozel? It was the stone that was assigned to the Holche Jochem. They, they go. So it was uh, the Holche Haderech, or the Eizlim, the, the they're the ones that are going. So it's a sign for them to know, you know, this was basically a, a giant a landmark for them to know where to go. But I'll call upon him, you're going to hide. The same place that we were together today. Today is the Yem HaMasa, as opposed to tomorrow. What's tomorrow? The tomorrow is not the Yem HaMasa. So tomorrow is Rishchidosh. And in those days, they did not work on Rishchidosh. At least, they didn't, you know, it wasn't like Yontif, but they didn't go out to the fields. So in contrast to Rishchidosh, today was the Yem HaMasa. is the Yem HaMasa. So he tells them that this place we're here together, in the Yem HaMasa, you're going to be hiding out of there by the Evan Ozel, and you're going to be very well hidden. And then I'm going to come out and give you a sign. I'm going to shoot three arrows. Because <coughs> I'll say that these three arrows were a remez to Lashon Hara, which is like a chetz. And the real damage that was done all the way back when David was first brought in front of Shaul, all the way back was when Doeg Adaimi told Shaul that he's a Gibrachayel, and he told him so much praise about him, things that made Shaul begin to think that he wants the Malucha, and other Lashon Hara that was said. So there's a remez over here that all of the Ra that came about because of Lashon Hara. I'm going to shoot three arrows. I'm going to send them towards the target. You know, how did they get their arrows back? So he had his, uh, his young assistant who he would send running after the arrows to bring them back. 
Now, this is going to be the sin. Im oimar, omoyer, oimar, linaar. If I'm going to tell this kid, he's going to go running out for the arrows. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell you that the arrows are closer to me. So then you should come together with this snark. That will be the sign. If I tell, call out to the kid, come back towards me, that's a simon to you also. Come closer towards me, come back. There's nothing wrong. You can come out of the hiding place. And he makes a nether, B'Shem Hashem. This will be a simon that you're safe. However, vimkoi omar le'elam. If I'm going to tell the young child, I tell him you have to run further. Leich, so that's a seven, you better start running. sent you. And in regards to our, the Dvar Hashvua, if I'm not going to be able to speak to you again after this, so HaKadosh Baruch should be between us, Ad Eilam, and remember the Shvua that we're both going to uh, take care of each other. You're going to take care of my family, I'm going to take care of you and your family, and this Shvua should be Nisker. There's a Pel de Gazach over here, and we'll finish with this. What does he tell him? David is Nabuch. Imagine a person, he's, you know, his own father-in-law wants to kill him. He's hiding out in the field in the cold and the dark, and he's going to wait there until finally he gets the simon. The simon's going to be, the arrow's going to go over the head. That means he's finished. He's number one man, wanted man in the whole kingdom. The king wants him. It's not like today. You know, if you have to run away from one country, there's Jews in another country. There's nowhere to run. I mean, there's nowhere where there's Jews on Kopanim. There's no Jews in any other country at this point. And this is the most terrible thing. Now, how, do you, how, how would we look at it? You tell him that this is Mamish and Einish Minashimayim. You have to run away. Baruch is chasing you away. But what's the law in the You should go because you're being sent by Kaddish Baruch Hu. To appreciate it, even with something that looks like a terrible Misa, and you're sent somewhere and it looks like the most horrible thing, no, it's a shlichus in my Kaddish Baruch Hu to go and do whatever matar you have that you have to achieve. And the Mepharshim say over here that HaKadosh uh, Baruch is going to be with you, and He's going to protect you, and HaKadosh Baruch is with you, to protect you from Shalom, but the, the, the underlying message that it's a shlichus from HaKadosh Baruch it's not an opportunity, it's not a, uh, a punishment, it's not a chance to run away. Adar Abba, Kishilach HaShem, and that's how you have to look at Tzoros that come upon us, that it's Kishilach HaShem. Shkoyach.